Welcome to the Digging It podcast by Bendigo Baptist Church Young Adults. Each podcast will be digging deeper into the sermon, looking at your questions and fleshing out what wasn't covered. Congratulations on taking the time out to join us this week. Let's dig in. So welcome to episode one of the Digging It podcast. So today we're joined with Dave Gillett and myself, Jackie Norton, and also Tim, who's our intern from Cape and Ray, joining us for a couple of weeks. So for this podcast, our goal is to really to look deeper into the sermon. So obviously you can't cover everything in a 30 minute sermon. So we want to give an opportunity for us to learn um, more than just the 30 minute sermon on a Sunday, but to ask questions and to dig deeper, whether that is from the sermon or whether we look into a village night topic or anything else that we discover as young adults. And yeah. We also are conscious that we we don't want our learning to be one directional. We want to be engaging together as a community and that will happen in small groups but also we want to um, find other ways as well of receiving feedback on topics of talking and learning together and, and growing together. And so we want to help our young adults community think and engage more and more with um, with topics as we uh, as we encounter them and um, and we think that this podcast can be something that can help us uh, as you uh, uh, if you were there on Sunday evening you'd know we put up a, a padlet and we'll continue to do that for people to be able to anonymously ask questions give comments and uh, Today, this podcast will will partly respond to that, and we want to be able to give a way for people to uh, give feedback and and then to respond to it and and dig a bit deeper as well. So that's what we're trying to do today. We're novices. We're just uh, sitting around a table here, and we <laughs> we don't really know what we're doing, but we're going to have a go. It's not very polished, but hopefully it'll be something that you can listen into today uh, and enjoy. And and we'll get better and better at doing. Uh, we'd love to have ideas uh, from people as we go on uh, to help us with it. But first, um, today, Jackie is going to give us a little summary. What did you talk about in brief on Sunday evening, Jackie, around serving? That's our topic. Awesome. Yeah, so serving. So it was a pretty cool topic and a massive one to try to fit into that 30 minutes. Um, but I think the main things I overlooked were making sure that we take ownership of when we're serving for the why that we're doing it, whether it's the impact that we're having um, or the fact that we get to serve God and serve Jesus as we serve. Yep. Um, we also looked at being able to humbly serve, so making sure it wasn't about us um, yep. and remembering that as we serve, we can really show other people God's love and give him glory through that um, just by impacting people by saying, how come you're serving that well? Like it's because God loves me and God loves you and I want to show you that. Um, and also just to make sure that everything that we do and everything that we serve with comes out of a place of abiding with God and spending time with him and letting him fill our love tank. Because if we try to serve with our own strength, we're going to get burnt out so quick and be so re resentful super quick. So I guess um, those are the main things we looked at. Um, also touching on the fact that God will equip us. If he calls us to something, he's not going to dump you there and make you drown. He's going to equip you and, and get you ready to be, to be serving in that area. Yeah. And those sort of things come through uh, over and over again in the New Testament, don't they? Um, that uh, that God will equip us for what, uh, what he's going to have us doing. So on the back of that, we thought we'd first take the trouble today to um, answer some of the questions from the Padlet. A and there was a mixture of, of comments and questions, and um, we will uh, we'll wander through them as best we can. One of the questions that... Yeah, is there at the top is uh, we felt that insecurities were holding us back from serving. How do we deal with that? Uh, I know you want to make a couple of comments on that, Jackie. There's so much to say. I think often we do approach 
anything that we do in life with a certain level of insecurities because we don't feel like we're good enough. We don't feel like we have anything to offer, but that's not God talking. That's, that's the enemy talking. And I feel like, um, yeah, as I said, if God calls us to something, he's going to equip us to do it. Just like he equipped Moses who had a stutter. Like you would never think that someone would be able to lead a whole group of people out of slavery who has a stutter, but God used him and, um, and God can use us despite our insecurities as well. And he can grow us and he can teach us and he can, um, equip us as we go. And like, Every, t- like, every time I've served in something, I haven't started out being great as I gave the example on Sunday of youth group. When I first went there, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to talk to the kids. I didn't know how to speak up the front. I didn't know how to run a game. In fact, I think I avoided running a game for about the first four years of leading youth group, which is quite a feat. Um, and so we're always going to have insecurities, but it's about, I guess, taking them to God and not letting fear fear beat us with that. And um, yeah, does anyone else have anything to add? I think sometimes we may find that those insecurities uh, are actually us making it more about ourselves than just mm. doing what we can in the situations yeah. we're in. Um, uh, I uh, I remember similarly to you. Uh, I was um, I was first asked to preach when I was at uni, and uh, I'd never done any preaching before. And it was, I think it was the the Tuesday, and uh, the pastor there said, "Oh." can you preach on Sunday? <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And um, and they, they helped me along, and I've still got those first sermons, and I look back and I think, oh, my gosh. Um, they're, uh, they're <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I was very thankful that they, they bore with me as I went along. Yeah. But um, just the, the opportunity to get in there and, and have a go, and as I kept on having a go, uh, well, God was able to to use that yeah. and I hope that I've learned a few things <laughs> along the way since then absolutely and I think if we think that we have it all and we know it all and that we're going to be amazing then we're going to not rely on God we're not going to ask him for his strength and his direction we're going to just think that we're so great and run with it without waiting on him and seeing what he wants in the situation so I think it's actually not a bad place to not think that you're going to be amazing at something because it, yeah. it gives you space to rely on God yeah did you want to say something there, Tim? Oh, no, just adding to it, like God works through our weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he do- God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, if we're stepping out in faith and stepping out in a position where we are willing to serve, God will work through that. No matter how much we put in, God mm. will work through it. And yeah. it's just a matter of being available almost. Yeah. Like yeah. Making time. And as you do it, it creates a cycle of being able to do it more and more effectively, more efficiently and more confidently until the point where you look back and you realise you had nothing to be scared of in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good one. So maybe it, it, it could be the case that our insecurities are, are a good sign for us. If we yeah. were just saying, oh, I've got it all together, we may not be as useful in serving in that situation as, yeah. as feeling a little bit nervous about it, but, but God loves to use a little bit of nervousness for good, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. We, um, we had a comment there. Uh, if our heart's not in the right place and we aren't serving out of a relationship and intimacy with God, then our serving is obligatory, meaning our identity is in the serving and not in Jesus. And uh, yeah, uh, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand and uh, Jackie mentioned it on, on Sunday evening. Uh, certainly we agree. It, um, it It is easy to find ourselves with uh, our identity in what we're doing mm. and... Um, and it, it gets tangled in a mess, doesn't no. it? It's like if, if your identity is in something that you're doing, then the second you fail or the second you don't do as great as you thought, you're going to be wrecked. You're not going to feel like getting back up because if you fail again, it's your identity at stake. And so we need to make sure, yeah, that our identity and our purpose is in God and not in anything that we're doing even for God. Hmm. 
the reality is that our hearts and our minds are a bit tricky at times. And sometimes <laughs> we may not recognise or understand when our identity is in what we're doing versus our identity is in God. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? It becomes pretty relevant over time. Like yeah. It becomes apparent. It's just one of those things where time proves what is true and what's not. Mm. Yeah. And I yeah. think you, yeah, you'll notice your heart when how it changes, how it grows, and what your attitude is when what you care about is threatened. Yeah. And yeah, the fruits that your life produces will re- reflect what your heart is at, where you're at, and where your relationship with God is at. Mm. So I think it's important to keep check on what, where you're going, and what you want to achieve, and basically what happens if you it gets taken away if your serving gets taken away from you what what are you left with what's left yeah yeah, yeah that's good any other thoughts there Jackie no that was that was spot on i think yeah if it it'll it'll be relevant it'll be it'll show yeah. in time what you treasure and if if you don't address it sooner rather than later then you'll get hurt and you'll be like i need to address this now i need to yeah. go talk to someone or i need to step down or i need to whatever that is yeah and i don't think if we find ourselves in that position we don't need to beat ourselves up for what we have done and, no. and what we've tried to do with a good heart it, it it's maybe god's indication to us okay here's something here's something i want to bring to your attention mm. uh something i want to work on um it's not to say everything was invalid beforehand absolutely but, not um, yeah okay you can change your right you can change the reason you're doing it and yeah. your purpose for doing it and you'll uh, come out of it stronger than ever mm-hmm. with a more of a knowledge of who Christ is and who God is. Yeah. yeah. And God's always growing us in everything in life, so it's foolish of us to think that we're going to go into something perfectly anyway. Yeah. I, I guess that leads on to um, to the next question that uh, is there. I feel like if it's from God that I should be serving in the roles that I'm in, but I, I also feel like it can be too much. Can you be serving too much in the church? Absolutely. I think sometimes, if, especially if your identity is in your serving or your worth is in your serving, then you're going to want to serve even more maybe than you need to. And I think I've probably got trapped in that a couple of times. I've often asked myself, Jackie, if you had to stop serving, would you still feel like a good Christian? Um, because it shouldn't be wrapped in that. I should be, I should mm. be, God loves me and I love God just as much whether I technically am serving. If God has told me not to serve, I don't need to serve. And so I think we do need to be really prayerful about how we go into serving not to say that we should overthink things but to say if i'm already serving god in this area am i going into this to make myself feel better and like i'm more useful or am i going into this next opportunity because i know this is where god's calling me Mm. um because we don't want to get burnt out and that's one of the most dangerous things i think Mm. in the church when you are involved a lot is to push yourself too far and then you become resentful yeah and you're no good to to yourself or to anybody. Uh, then, what do you think we might look out for as uh, markers? I guess that we are giving too much, whether it's the church or wherever it's serving. What might be some of the markers we might see if we're giving too much? What do you guys reckon of this? So there's a bit of a thing like loose grouped ministry. So yeah. you're always willing to let it go if someone else steps in that's more qualified more well equipped or you see the opportunity for someone who can possibly do it better than you and you're trusting god with that ministry and with the person who's stepping into that yeah so a marker of giving too much might be that it's a tight grip ministry. yeah, yeah over controlling of a ministry <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> not letting god it's god's ministry at the end of the day yeah but it becomes your ministry in a way and you're very controlling very possessive of it and micromanage it down to a box you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't allow the opportunity for god to work within it yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did that once i was too i was i had a tr- an opportunity to travel but it was going to take me away for a month or two and i was like i can't do this this ministry will fall apart without me blah blah mm. blah blah blah. and then someone gave me the analogy of 
pretend you're a flower in a field and the flowers blooming and opening up but at the same time it's stopping the light from getting all the flowers underneath so they can't rise up and so she's like Jackie if you like close your little flower and disappear for a little bit that gives the opportunity for other people to rise up and to step up into that place and God will provide in that yeah yeah and I think that's one of the the biggest things that God has uh, impressed on me over the last uh, year or so is that it's it's his kingdom it's his church and he will build it and Mm -hmm. I mean as the verse says if we don't tell others um, God will raise up stones to, and <laughs> Donkey to speak. We're, we're, we're not looking for uh, for stones to be doing all the ministry, but um, <laughs> that'd be a sight. I think we do need to be able to remind ourselves that that God will do what He said He's going to do, yeah. and um, and we can trust the ministry to Him. And sometimes mm. we, as you say, Tim, we hold on pretty tight. I think other markers of um, of serving too much uh, may be that we start to feel like it is a great burden um the thing we're involved in is a is a great burden um i think there has to be a place where serving is life giving Mm. if we feel like it's life draining all the time i think there's a marker there that we we need to look out for Mm. and that's not to say that there won't be life draining moments within serving but if it's all that that serving is then potentially that's yeah Yeah. you're doing too much yeah if we start to look at it with a sense of dread, yeah, I think that'll be uh, that'll be something there too. And perhaps if there are other people around us who we care about, um, uh, perhaps it's relationships that we that we realise we are we are giving less to. Mm. It, that may tell us that some of our serving somehow has got out yeah. of kilter. Yeah, um, yeah. So the the next question then: Does serving have to be part of a program? Uh, Sunday evening, Jackie, you put up uh, a PowerPoint with a whole lot of things that uh, in the church community that people could join in with and help out with. And I guess this question comes from that. Yeah. Um, do, does it just have to be in those things in the church? Yeah, good question. So absolutely not. So at the start, which I think a couple of people missed now that I've had some chats with some people afterwards, but I did mention that serving is not just to do with church. Serving is in every single aspect of our life. We should have the mindset of serving because... God serves us, so we should serve others. And that can be at work. It can be as you serve a customer. It can be as you do your uni work. It can be as you serve your friends. It can be as you serve your family, your parents. It can be anyone. Um, and so to limit serving to church really does a disservice to serving and the, mm. and the way that we can live our lives with that mentality of of just living with our eyes open of what, God, what do you want me to do now? And it's not, a, a I guess, a, as you mentioned earlier, Tim, to me that um, – it, serving kind of doesn't even become serving eventually because it's just a part of your life. It's just you're looking out ways you can help people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, serving can be anything. And th- the benefit of serving a part of a church is that um, you're partnering with other people with the same mission who are going to do mm. the same thing. And there, there is power in that. And there's just as much power in, in anything that God might prompt you to do throughout the week, whether that's church-related or completely unchurch-related. Um, yeah. 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 And, and I think um, we want to understand that a heart and a mind that is looking for others all the time is um, is something is something good, mm-hmm. and uh, God wants us looking outside ourselves. Um, as we experience Him, He means for that to to flow out in us looking out for others in yeah. love, and um, it, it is actually the way He's designed us to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is life giving to have a, a heart to be looking around all the time for how we can serve others. And I feel like we think sometimes it's life draining and that'll cost us too much to look out for others, but the amount of times, yeah, 
that when I have pushed myself and like, oh, I don't have the effort to do that and I do it, I feel like so much better after doing it. It's not, it's, it's the, the stressing and the everything else that goes into it beforehand that's not necessary that makes looking out for people draining. But the actual doing is often more life-giving than we give it credit for. Mm-hmm. And then there's some times where it will be draining and we do have to make sure that we do look after ourselves and spend that time with God, filling our love tanks because, yeah, we won't be able to do that by ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had um, the, the next question then. Uh, uh, there seems to be a lot of serving opportunities in the church that aren't in the Bible. The number of areas to serve in is overwhelming and the Bible seems so simple. What are the ministries they served in in the Bible? I, I think I'd say it, that that question, um, I, I don't think the Bible is so prescriptive as uh, as this question's indicating. Um, in a whole lot of areas, uh, the Bible is giving us a snapshot of um, of a certain culture and, and of God's uh, relationship with people I- in that culture. But clearly, it is um, God means for us to understand this is what it looks like to live with Him as His people uh, as we go on. But I don't think what we see there limits what um, what we may find ourselves doing now. So, so for instance, um, there would have been uh, a whole lot of things they were doing there. Like, um, uh, what would you say? The the urging Jesus gives to carry um, the soldiers' um, equipment for a, for a mile if they're asked to clearly is not going to be something we're asked to do now um, and a way in which we're asked to serve now. But um, So I think we, uh, we minimise it down too much if we're just saying, well, we're only going to serve in the areas we see in the Bible. Yeah, and I think a lot of the areas that we do have serving now is just an extension or a practical outworking of something Jesus or God commands us to do, like when he tells us if to look after little children. Like we have so many children's ministries, and that's not because we want to overcomplicate things, but they each have different purposes. Mm. For example, you've got the, the kids' church ministry, and then you've also got the kids' one hope ministry, which helps kids in schools. And so like there's all these different ways that we're just outworking what we see God calling us to do and... Mm. Um, yeah, whether that's explicitly written in the Bible or not, isn't as long as the heart in there is God's love, then I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Last question we had there. What suggestions do you have on rationing how to split up time inwardly serving fellow Christians within the church versus outwardly serving the secular community and outreach activities? Tim? Should there be a difference? Yeah, like, that's a good, good really, comment. I don't know. God keeps it pretty simple. You're supposed to love him and love others so if we're treating people outside the church like they're outside the church you're always going to draw that line in the lives hmm. so why why treat them differently why not serve them the same way as you would treat someone within the church yeah. why not yeah why not give them the time of day that you would give to someone within the church because that's they're God's creation they're, they're people like we've got to take care of each other and we've got to do that in a way that not only builds them up but does it in a way that c- brings them closer to God for themselves mm-hmm. yeah I think that's serving in itself yeah uh, and so I think you're, you're right you're reflecting what the New Testament mm. doesn't make a demarcation there we we serve mm. uh, whoever uh, is in front of us in whatever context mm. and situations we can and uh, oh, I, I love that line that, that Jesus commends this uh, lady for in, in Mark as she washes his feet just before he goes to the cross and he says she's done what she can and uh, mm. and I reckon God is really interested mm. in us doing what we can where we are with what we have. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I think, yeah, and, and, and some people are going to be feel like they're called more to 
specific ministries within the church and some people are going to feel like they're called specifically more to outreach and different things yeah. and while there shouldn't be a massive distinction there is places that we might be more gifted mm. or passionate about and to be whether you whether that means you're doing zero ministry in the church and you're doing full ministry outside the church or serving then good on you where or if you're doing full mm. serving inside the church and nothing outside the church good on you if that's what you feel mm. god yeah. is calling you into then stick with that and but also, I think at the same time, keeping your mind open to what he might have for you next, because mm. he might, we have different seasons, different passions, different people in our lives. And yeah, just keeping your eyes open to whoever God has in front of you, whether that's a Christian or not a Christian. Cool. Go yeah. go do it. Yeah. Tim, you've, um, you're joining us for a little while. Yeah, true uh, for those that don't know me. Yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what motivates you to serve? You're, you're living in Western Australia. Now you've uh, come over to Cape and Ray to do an internship and part of that um, is to be placed here in this church for a while. But I know you're, you're pretty active in the, uh, your youth group and stuff um, back in uh, Esperance too. What, what motivates you to serve? Uh, well, to me, serving was just a natural extension of the Christian life. Like I, I had this massive impact on my heart that God's real, this world needs God. And serving facilitated that so that I could not only learn more about God, but also... Um, through working with others, learn more about other people and learn more to care about them from the perspective of they're part of God's kingdom or they're, they're yeah. potentially there. And so just being able to serve in a way that didn't make it about me, but made it about their relationship with God. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you learn so much out of serving because it's a massive act of faith to put yourself out there. You haven't got much in return, but you kind of, you put yourself out there and it's your greatest testimony in a way is yeah. how you serve reflects your relationship with god yeah and so for me yeah it was just it i kind of on reflection it came naturally but i wasn't thinking about it too much at the time but being willing being available and being being in a position where i could help others because i had so much like i, I acknowledged that i had stuff i had things to give hmm. and i think that was the biggest change was i acknowledged that i had that god had given me all these things i could keep them for me or i could use them to help others yeah and whether cool. that's just a healthy body or yeah, whatever you have in your life and how you can use that, yeah, it's for God because if you use it for yourself, it's just a bit of a waste, I guess. Yeah. So well, I'm going to be talking about generosity, Tim, this oh, week and yeah. uh, what you've just said is going to be right at the heart of it. Oh, we <laughs> we have lots in many cases and yeah. uh, we can hold on to it for ourselves or or, uh, or give it out somehow. And that's the biggest thing you recognise when serving is people have like needs. Like There are other people with other needs and you have <laughs> stuff to give. Like... Yeah, and that's such a joy and such yeah. a blessing and such yeah. a everything to be able to help help be a part of meeting that need. Yeah. It's hard to be well with me when you see sometimes the yeah. yeah yeah absolutely. It's good. Just finally, um, a question for us as a community, we uh, we're, we're acknowledging here that that serving is a, a natural, normal part of of maturing as a as a believer and a follower of Jesus. Um, how much then do you think we should push each other as uh, as people in the community? Mm-hmm. How do we? How much do we push each other to serve? How much do we? Um, you know, we see somebody and we think, oh, they could be doing more. Um, do we? Do we go up and you know really, really <laughs> give them the hard give them the hard word? How, how do we work with that? We want to help each other along, but how mm-hmm. much do we make it hard for people? I think, like I know for me because serving has grown me so much i just i would be such like we have different levels of intimate like uh, of our growth with god and some, some we use the language of an infant or a child or a young adult or an adult yeah. i would be 
some people say that I'm like higher on that scale if you were to use the word higher and better that's not the right wording but like I would I, I, I would I believe I would probably even nearly still be an infant if I hadn't have pushed myself into serving and the way that God has grown me and taught me and given me experiences and humbled me because of serving and so I guess when I see someone not serving I'm like get into that you, 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 like it's so rewarding it's so blessing it's difficult at times but the the, the the, the payoff in my life has been incredible. So, so when I, yeah, so to be able to just, so, so not tell people you must serve to be a good Christian because that's, that's not it at all. But mm. a, as you were saying earlier, Tim, that it's a natural progression of our faith and sometimes we can't even hide it. We can't, we have something to offer, so offer it. Yeah. Um, and so to just encourage, and, and I think just, just calling out, like if I see someone, if, if they're good at with kids, I should say, hey, have you ever thought about kids ministry? I think you'd do a great job rather than saying, you should do kids ministry or you're blah, blah, blah. <laughs> to be able to like call that out and, 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 and honor them and, and encourage them to be, to growing in their relationship with God. Yeah. Also, you're never going to ask someone to do something who you don't have a relationship with. You've yeah. got to know the people. Like, <laughs> they just walk up the, to a random, yeah, like, you should serve. You look like a singer and they cannot <laughs> sing at all. Like, it just doesn't work. So, I think yeah. the most important thing is relationship. We, yeah, we don't ask people to do things if we don't know them. Yeah. Like, you, we know, we can see potential in their lives and you can see what else is going on in their lives. Like, you, you know, if they're going through a hard time, maybe it's not the time to ask them, but you know them. That's the most important thing. Yeah. There is yeah. a relationship there. There's a friendship and we care about them as much as we care about, if not more than we care about the church at times, which is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So let's um, let's do it out of relationship. Mm. By all means, we, we know each other, so we uh, mm. we can encourage each other along. I don't think there is a place for, for beating each other over the head for what we're not doing. No, that never encourages anyone. You yeah. just want to run away from the church and be like, bye. Yeah. Um, I, I think, too, we, we will get to know what people can work well with. So, for instance, for me, I worked okay with being thrown in at the deep end. Uh, I don't mind pressure. So, some other, and I know Tim's pointing to himself too, but whereas some other people will, will need to be helped along yeah, the way. They'll crumble They're if they eased get in, in. Uh, gently. And um, I think we need to be that in mind with each other too mm. um, as we do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for the podcast number one. Uh, thank you for listening in. I, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helps you think and um, we'd love to get your feedback. Uh, Give us all free. the ideas and the tips and keep asking those great questions as well. They were really good this week. Yeah. Thank you. See ya. Bye.